ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce to you the hosts of the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast, Jesse and Joe. Episode 5, The VIP. I'm Joe. And I'm Jesse. And tonight we are going to talk about the VIP event. That you went to, but I didn't. Yes, uh, the yellow VIP event in Rochester, Minnesota, last night at D6 Games. It was, uh, it was, it was fun. Uh, it was a three and a half hour plus drive. Yeah. With Tom and Eknum. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> to say the least. Drive up. Um, we got there and, uh, we immediately had to check out the game store. <laughs> so, uh, a pretty cool setup. Um, distinct area for the games for sale. Uh, very clean, friendly atmosphere. Uh, a lot of table space. We had a game library that was free to play. Nice. So it's always nice to see in a game store. How are their game tables? Uh, they, they were big enough to play the games. Were they? Yeah. They were not the, uh, I don't know what they're called, they were like the Walmart card tables, like the little skinny two-foot mm-hmm. across ones. No, they were they were good three-foot, I think, across. They were, they were nice and comfortable chairs. That That's really makes important. a difference. Yeah. So they had uh, included in, in the price of the, the ticket, you get uh, a yellow bag, the I-E-L-L-O. Uh, you get the yellow bag full of goodies. And Which, let's just say, Joe is in love <laughs> with the bag. Oh, yeah, it's, it's totally a board game bag. It is a square bag. That uh, can fit all your all your games that you want to frame. And it's not just like and it's yellow. Got, it's got a shoulder strap to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it is yellow, as in the color yellow. It's very yellow. I would say I'm looking around the game room, and I would say it's very much um, Wolverine classic comic book yellow on that one there. So you got a goodie bag. What what kind of goodie bag? All right. Well. They gave us a mini game. Everyone got the same mini game. Uh, Ninja Tyson, I believe is how you pronounce it. Or Tyson. Mm-hmm. It's T A I S E N, and it is uh, it's a two-player game. Yep, yeah, it's a little card game, and uh, just the back of it. So it's just rock paper scissors. That's that's the essential um, mechanics of this. So it's uh. Ninja Tyson is a card game for two players that draws on a famous Rochambeau in a more strategic atmosphere. So you, a uh, little description on the back here, it says, Cal- Calm lullied the Shinobi villages for a hundred years, but the peace tree has finally reached its end. Guided by their desire for vengeance, the leaders of each village prepare for combat. combat. Command your three divisions of ninjas to capture the enemy village or eliminate all the enemy ninjas on your path. Just be sure your village isn't conquered instead. So, the mechanics, you get uh, three dice in here and uh, a bunch of cards. So, I'm just trying to take the other person out, but it's it's rock, paper, scissors are the uh, the symbols on the cards. Mm-hmm. So, looks pretty fun. That looks like fun. That did not come in the good way. No. Nope. For later. <laughs> for later. 
Uh, then we also got the Raids board game. And these are all yellow games that came in the yellow bag. Of course. Yeah, so uh, Raids is a very cool little uh, game. Came with metal coins, yeah. shiny bits. Shiny bits. You get uh, these cool Viking ships as your player boards. And you got these cool uh, little wooden Vikings uh, that are meeples, but they're they're actually Vikings with little axes that uh, look like they've been laser cut. And then you have a cool Viking ship that goes around the board as well. And so you're you're trying to upgrade your ship with uh, um, defense and sails and attacks and that kind of stuff, and try to get some points. So this is a two to four player game, and it's about forty minutes. I have not played this, but you have. I have. I played it a couple times now. It's a it's a really fun game. Uh, it looks see. fun. I want to. Set sail in your longship on a four epic voyages in search of glory. Navigate to foreign lands, improve your longship, amass piles of gold, and battle terrible monsters to bring glory to your name. Raid is a game of strategic timing in which you must conquer the sea while battling terrible monsters and also your opponents. Recruit Vikings to fight for you, pillage villages in search of treasure, and emerge from from these voyages with the most glory. And the glory is your victory points. So it, uh, you get 20 metal coins, 40 Viking pawns, 75 voyage tiles, four longship markers, four longship boards, and then the world board. And it's really nice artwork. Very cool components. It's a solid game. Yay! We're gonna have to play that soon. Yes. Pretty easy to teach, too. Well, I don't doubt that. Most of the yellow games are pretty easy to play, if I remember correctly. And before you dig into that 8-bit box, what was the other little thing that you got in your goodie bag? I got the King of Tokyo promo, the Lollibot. The Lollibot. Yes, which we, we played tonight, uh, King of Tokyo. And... Uh, our oldest daughter, Rana, mm -hmm. chose the lollipop. It did not bode well for her. No. Um, she would, She got out the same time I did. Well, Cassie's the one that won Tokyo, mm -hmm. but it's because her dad decided to take just about everybody out. Yeah, you did. You took me no, out. And I actually took Cassie out, but she had a card that said she loses all of her victory points and all of her cards, and she starts back at 10 health. And that is the only reason why she survived. So how did she win if she got rid of all of her victory points? She was the last one standing. Oh. I took everybody out, and then I had James down to one health, mm -hmm. and I had her down to seven. Mm -hmm. And she took me out and did some damage to James, and so he was down to one point, I think it was. Yeah, mm -hmm. just, uh, well... I had him down to five, I think it was. Okay. And then she did she did an attack where it was four attack, mm -hmm. and I only had four life. So mm -hmm. she took me out, had James down to one, and then he played, and then uh, she went again, and then she won it. So. so who had the most victory points, though? I did. You did? Yeah, I was only one away with that. Obviously. But, yeah, the Lollibot, it does not come with power-up cards. Um. There's some 
know. There's a little bit of controversy in our little discussion about it. Discussion about it. There are certain people that probably didn't quite like the fact that it didn't come with any of the power-up cards. But you said it right. You said we really don't, we did not play well, with no. the power-up cards. See, I feel if it's a promo, it's probably not going to come with power-up cards because it's a promo. Mm -hmm. It is not an expansion. If it was an expansion, like the Cthulhu expansion, the uh, King Kong expansion, yeah. the, the Pharaoh expansion, those all came with power-up cards. Yeah. If it was in a an expansion, it would have came with power up cards. But it's a promo, just like the gingerbread man that I don't have. That's a promo. They do not come with the power up cards. They're promos. It's just another fun little girly character that our girls can play with and enjoy. Yeah, she's got a, uh, a Gatling gun that shoots out gumballs. Candy. And there's a little mad scientist on the character. And oh, I missed that. That's like controlling her because she's a bot. She's a robot, yeah. yeah. Alright, so now that we went off on our first little tangent, what is in this very large 8-bit box? Alright, so the 8-bit box. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> I'll read you a little intro here. Welcome to the 8-bit box universe, or more like the 8-bit box universes. Here you can be a pilot at the wheel of a futuristic race car in the middle of the desert, become an athlete ready to take the field, get chased across the circuit board, complete, compete in illegal street fights, plumb the depths of an underground dungeon in search of treasure, and so much more. Here anything is possible and the choice is yours. So what they did here was they created a gaming system that is, it's a board game still, but you have little controllers, and it's up to six players on all of these games, and it's program movement games. So, you will take out a little box that basically looks like a Super NES box, and inside this box is your game contents. Now, all, all of the board pieces are in there. You reuse your pieces in the bottom of the tray below the controllers are all the pieces for all the games. So those are interchangeable. Those are cubes and whatnot. But inside each individual box are the rules for the games and then the boards themselves. So the three games that this 8-bit box comes with is Pixoid, which is basically Pac-Man. Mm -hmm. uh, Outspeed, which is a futuristic racing game, mm -hmm. and Stadium, which is basically track and field. And I mean, they look they look pretty simple. I mean, they're just program movement games, so it's, it's not like they're super complicated. But it's a very cool system, and they already have one in the works. To, uh, to be released, and I'm not sure what the name is. It's on BoardGameGeek.com. Uh, but uh, supposedly they're going to have enough games where it fills up this 8-bit box. So, looking forward to that. And do you think that this is something that has become popular again with, you know, like Minecraft and 
things like that coming back? Yeah, I mean, I don't really get... I mean, I, I for me, it's nostalgic. Yeah. You know, like playing the old arcade games like Rampage in 1942 and, and stuff Fighter. like that. Yeah, I was never really a big Street Fighter fan. Right. But, um... Uh, it, it is a comeback. You know, it's... These kids are playing these games with awful, awful graphics. <laughs> and I don't get it because the technology for these amazing graphics are mm -hmm. there. But they play Minecraft and it's it's so pixelated. I just don't get it. I don't know. But they love it, so... You know. Yeah, you really can't. No. can't fight it, which is something that I, as a mom, having three boys, two of them being very much in that video game age, have come to terms with, I guess you could say, because I absolutely hate the Xbox someday. But it's one of those things where it's like, I'd rather have them beating on each other or getting into fights or just getting along and playing Minecraft. So, getting back to this VIP event, how did it work? Did you go in and just... Yeah, so we go in and they ask our names. We didn't even have to have our tickets. Oh. So we were, we were all worried about having our ticket and Tom forgot his ticket. So, oh. Uh, but we ended up getting it about halfway through up there on his phone. Okay. So, but we go in there and they just ask our name and... Uh, that's it. They checked us off, and then we had to wait for when they became ready to... I mean, basically, everyone had to be there before they started. Mm -hmm. So it started a little later than, than it was supposed to, but it uh, gave me time to look through the store and pick out something. Okay. Um, and um, you said there were, like, what, 26 people? There? 26 people. So there was two plus one. So there's 24 bags. Okay. And so they had all these big yellow bags uh, on these tables ready for people. And uh, if, if you already had raids, you are supposed to contact them ahead of time, and then they would offer you an alternative game. Mm -hmm. There's only one person that did that, and they gave him uh, Bunny Kingdom. Bunny Kingdom? What's that? Um, that's a hard... Uh, I've only played it once, and it's down in Geekway. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. And you have these little miniature bunnies mm -hmm. that you're trying... It's like an area control game. Oh, okay. So you're trying to get as many bunnies as you possibly can on certain spots and then get victory points. So, obviously, another yellow game. Yeah. All yeah. right. Then, once everyone was there, then they they sat us all down, and they had, uh, I think it was pulled pork sandwiches I didn't eat, because uh, we had... We had just came from a restaurant, and I didn't realize... I, it said snacks it provided. It said snacks. I was just going to say that. In yeah. your defense, it said snacks. And so different people have different concepts of snacks. You know, snacks can in our household can mean like chips and pretzels and other stuff like that, not a meal. Yeah, so they had, they had free pop and, uh, and chips, and then they had uh, two sandwiches for each person. So... Uh, that was it was pretty cool, um, and then they had popcorn. They had a big popcorn machine too. So, but I didn't have any of that. Okay, so after they handed out all these bags and stuff like that, did you were you guys just 
allowed to do whatever you want. Yeah, you can go play games. Um, we we went through our bags to see what we got, mm -hmm. and uh, then we went up to they had a, uh, one of the yellow games on display, which was uh, Mountains of Madness, mm -hmm. which is a Cthulhu-based or a uh, not Cthulhu, a uh, Lovecraftian. What in the world is that? Okay, so Lovecraft is uh, a series of books. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the guy's name was Lovecraft. But I, I don't know too much about it. There's there's a big following of it. So anyway, you you are on a plane and you crashed, and so you're trying to get this plane to the top of the mountain and escape. And so you have to work together, and you suffer madness. So each time you have a madness card, and as soon as you flip over this encounter. You have to flip this timer, you get a 30 second timer, and your madness affects how you play this game. So, like Eknum, he had to constantly tap his fingers on the table. Um, Betsy, she had to, at one point, get on the floor and talk through her hand. Oh my god. Um, Tom was either blind or he couldn't see. Um, at one point, uh, he couldn't <laughs> talk unless someone said his name. Oh my god! Um, Clint, he uh, he had to speak in accents, mm -hmm. which w he was really good at that. Um, and then uh, what was the other one? Oh, uh, if someone said a certain phrase, he had to scream and then not talk. <laughs> so um, it was it was interesting. I'm sure <laughs> that would be one of those. Right, a nice game with the right people. Well, and the first thing, so we all sat down, and we're getting this game explained to us by a guy named Joe. And not you. Uh, no, 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 but not me. That was a yellow representative. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he's explaining this game, and then this couple comes in, and they join us. So and we hadn't started yet, so it worked out great. So we had a six-player game. Uh, no, five-player. Yeah, five-player game. So um, they end up joining us, and uh, and then so he, he's he's continuing to explain this game to us, and he says, "This is a cooperative game." Oh God! And <laughs> I looked at Eknum, and who hates cooperative? Yes. Games. <laughs> and I can't remember what he said, but I'm like, yeah, I'm guessing he's out already. <laughs> but he played. He did. He played. And he, he was he was a good sport about it. Um, he uh, he he did his madness cards. I mean, he he did what he possibly could. But he he was not a fan of the game. After we were done playing the game, he's like, "Yep, I I'm good. I do not have to own this game, and uh, I don't ever have to play it again." So that answered his question on because we were all curious about mountains of madness. Mm -hmm. And it, in my opinion, okay, it. It may or may not be something I add to my collection eventually. Mm -hmm. I, I do like the yellow games. Mm -hmm. It probably won't get added for a while. Okay. Um, it isn't heavy on the Lovecraft or Cthulhu theme, so I think it. I think it is fun party game. Yeah, like I it said. is very interesting. The components are very nice. The artwork is interesting. Um, I really liked the the player boards. the The artwork on the characters was was really good, and it you know it's kind of set in that um, 
pre forties look. Okay. The way they they were drawn. I don't. I think he, if I remember right, I think Tom and I were talking, and he said something like, like he's he started writing around nineteen twenties, something like that. He that that's the era. Yeah. So, um, it's and, and they had a little prop plane too, an actual miniature, and it was really cool. Did that so, come with the game, or was yes. that just something? No, it came with the game. Hmm. Um, had some some cool poker chip uh, tokens for the leader, and it was just a very well put together game. And and most of the yellow games are just really great components. So, but that was we did that, and then uh, I ended up talking with Betsy and Clint for a while and got to know them. Who are from where? Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, which is just right very close next. Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which is where my parents live. Yes. A very small world. Yeah, yep. They actually, they met in um, Minneapolis, I believe they said. Okay. And they do playtesting for Fantasy Flight games. Wow. Uh, they, they mentioned their team ramshackle. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, very, very cool couple. Um, it kind of sounded like just the two of them were their game group. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, every once in a while, they can get their kids to play games. Uh, they get two kids, uh, five and six, if I remember right. So, um, pretty cool people. So, um, so after you played... We, we talked for quite a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that was half my night right there, about two hours just chatting. How did but, that not surprise me? Well, and then we... Uh, um, they asked me about Welcome to the Dungeon, the card game. And that was uh, where you, it's kind of a push-your-luck game, where you take the character of your choice, warrior, mage, or mm-hmm. ranger, and you'll lay them out in front of you, and then you'll go around the table, and you'll pick up card and decide whether you're going to put that, uh, that monster into the dungeon deck. Or if you're going to pull that aside, and take away one of the rep weapons. I've seen you play this Yes. And I have then not played it, but I've whoever, seen it. If everyone passes except for one person, then that one person gets stuck to going into the dungeon, and they either survive, and they get a victory card, two victory cards win the game, or they get killed, and they flip their cards, and you fail twice, you're out of the game. I would definitely. So, it's a very push-your-luck, kind of screw-your-friend-over mm-hmm. kind of mechanisms. Very fun, very quick. Uh, I think it takes 20 minutes or so to play. Mm-hmm. So we have Welcome to the Dungeon, and I do not believe we have Welcome Back to the Dungeon. That just introduces different characters and some new monsters. So Okay, so you were talking. What were Tom doing? Uh, Tom and Eknum were playing raids with another couple. Oh. Yep. Okay. And then... When Eknum came over and started talking with us. Oh, you do not need to go into that. <laughs> uh, Tom was over playing a new D and D card game called. Uh, I want to say it was Monster Mayhem, and it it looked like a fun little game. Mm-hmm. The only hang up for me was the D and D, but it didn't seem like it actually was role playing or anything like that. It just it seemed like it was uh, just a card game with cool artwork. So, 
I really liked it. And it was, I was, I think it was only 15 bucks. So. Okay. So, now that we've kind of gone over what you guys did, uh -huh. what did you bring home with you besides our fun little goodie bag? Well, I remember on your uh, list of, of wants. Most anticipated or wants. Yes. Uh, was the Munchkin Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. <laughs> so, uh, I saw that, picked it up, and uh, hopefully we get to the table sometime soon. Really like Three to six kids. players, yep. So. You might be able to get your boys to play with that. Yeah, it, it looks pretty cool. Um, it's more of the, the graphic novel mm -hmm. um, artwork. The harsher looking color. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the, the grittier. The grittier, there you go, the grittier. But it looks it looks pretty cool, and it's uh, IDW with Steve Jackson, and I believe IDW holds the the rights for uh, Ninja Turtles right now. They they brought up the uh, Ninja Turtles Shadows of the Past, which I have. That's the big big board game. Oh, okay. I'm waiting to get to the table one of these days. We should just have a Ninja Turtle day. Can we have um, the we have Dice Masters? Dice Masters. I was gonna say I was gonna say Corey or yeah. I knew that was right. And I've got an old uh, 80s board game that I bought on eBay mm -hmm. for Ninja Turtles. So I think that's more just more of a wall and move. The second greatest song of all time. <laughs> the first greatest song was the X Men theme song okay. from the 90s. Wow. All right. Speaking of the 90s, guess what um, I had Robert watch when he was in the last 10 years. What's that? Gargoyles. Oh, Gargoyles. Gargoyles. He was like, what is this? Trust me, you will like it. Goliath. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the old Scottish? Hudson. Yeah, Hudson. I love Hudson. I get Hudson and Bronx, who's like the dog. Yeah. Those two are my favorite. Yeah. He's just an old, battered guy. Mm -hmm. Just like to sit down and watch TV. I know. They were the best. Yeah. Just walking down 90s. He's got his girl there. Yeah. And Darkly Duck. I always watch them. Yeah, the Darkwing Duck. That's cool. You ever watched Darkwing Duck? Yeah. Darkwing Duck was like the show. I know Darkwing Duck is the show. I have the emoji on Disney emoji clip. I'm just saying. And and they should make a board game of it. Well, talk to Disney. Send them an email. Does Disney own the rights of Darkwing Duck? Probably Disney owns everything. Yes, Disney owns the right for Darkwing Duck because Darkwing Duck is Disney. Is it? It is. Did you just not hear me when I said that I have that emoji on Disney Emoji Blitz? Let me ask you. Does he say let's get dangerous? No, he like poofs up and adds four of his emojis in a line so you can bring down another one and make a star. Alright. Do they have Darkwing Duck on DVD? I don't know. We might have to check it out. But, but if you get Darkwing Duck, I want Tiny Toons. No. What? Darkwing Duck. I want Tiny Toons. Darkwing Duck. We already have Gargoyles. So. I want Tiny Toons. No. Tiny Toons. 
Alright, so that was that was pretty much our night, and then we drove back late last night, and it was, uh, by the time I went to bed, it was like quarter to four, and then I had to get up right away this morning and go get my daughter mm -hmm. at eight, so I am running on empty. You are. But I managed to play a game tonight with kids. We yep. played the King of Tokyo. Yep. That uh, I annihilated and Cassie, Cassie used the system. Yep. She, <laughs> she was smart. Uh, she 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 knew what I was doing. She knew I was going to take everybody out, and she got the one card that allowed her to come back after I killed her. But she's <laughs> the only one that kind of paid attention. She's the only one that kind of pays attention. She's the only one that's buying cards. Everyone else is hoarding their energy. How does this not surprise you? If I remember specifically the first time we played Splendor with the kids, there were no gems for me to buy yeah. because Robert was hoarding them. Well, you can only have ten, so he only hoard ten. No, he was hoarding more because I don't remember that rule when we played. The rule's always been there. I know the rule has always been there. Yeah, you only have ten. But I think he probably had more than that because I never had anything to buy because I didn't have any gems. Right, but if there's four people playing, you won't have any gems if someone's hoarding gems. It's just how it goes. So, the other game I was hoping to get to the table tonight was uh, Igor the Dice Game. Mm -hmm. But we did not get there yet. And the only game I played all weekend was Disney Emoji Board. Yeah. So and I didn't even get the good Mickey. I got a Mickey I already had. I'm not happy about that. And this is not a board game. It's a game on my phone. Yes. Which I'm but slightly obsessed with. Your, your phone, you're like a 98% of the game. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just have to turn that camera on. <laughs> Watch you play Emoji Blitz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll just unplug it. Right. Uh so that was that was our weekend. So pretty boring. Not yeah, I mean it wasn't boring to me. I mean I, really boring. it was a very long Saturday. I really didn't get anything done that I wanted to. No, you didn't because we went shopping. Yeah, and it was like ten minutes after I got home that Eknum was here, so yep. and then we waited uh about forty five minutes or so. About an, about an hour. Then Tom, Tom came over. In well, defense, he didn't say he was going to be here between 12.30 and 1.00. I didn't say we were mad or anything. No, but I'm just saying. Tom had other stuff going on. He had the Ions game that he had to go to, and then he had the uh, Game Chess Grand Opening or Grand Anniversary or whatever it was called. Grand Anniversary. And he had to go to that, so. Tom is a very popular person. Yeah, he's 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 a very, very busy guy. So. celebrity. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, we love you, Tom. today he had a board meeting, I believe, for the play company that he's in. Mm -hmm. So, Prairie something. Is that the one that did, uh... They do Brandon and Brookings, I believe he said. It's not the one that was on him then. No, the, uh... The they're the ones that handled, uh, Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, okay. So... So, yeah, we went and saw, around my birthday, we saw our friend Tom, and then... I think it was called Well Women, which is kind of like a reworking of The Little Women. Oh, yeah. And it was hilarious. It was so good. We could go on about this for a while. 
Yep, I'm tired. I gotta work tomorrow. I've got a guy that's on vacation for the next three days, so I've got to do his route. So pretty and much you have to work two days this week. Friday, I've got a route I've got to do, and then that Saturday I have to work again. So my weekend shot. But you get to play games on Thursday. No, I get to cook on Thursday. Because you're choosing to cook. Yeah. We'll go with that. What do you want to try to play on Thursday? I was hoping to get Fireball Island. But yes. apparently, I was not a big enough backer of Fireball Island, even though I went all in. And so, I will not get Fireball Island by the time Thanksgiving hits. And this is what I've been hearing for like a week. Well, it's sad. Uh, it's like the epic game to play on Thanksgiving. It's simple. It's fun. I can get everyone in on it. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to happen. So peel the oldest away from their Xboxes. There will be no Xbox on Thanksgiving. <gasps> what? It will be spend time with Dad. Well, James is going with his mom. Uh, I think from two to five on on Thanksgiving, so that That's way she can time anyway. she can have some fun too. But yeah, so it'll be uh, it'll be fun time out in the game room on Thanksgiving after eating. Put some football on. Of food coma. <laughs> Looking forward to the party. And then die on Thursday while I'm running around. On Friday. Yeah. When you're on out. On Friday. Home, like, oh, what yeah. So I don't know what we'll play yet. Might get pigskin out, play that. Mm -hmm. Simple football card game. And I back. I have a character named after me. Didn't you have to send that back because it was spelled no. wrong? No, no, I just emailed the creator and just said that my name was spelled incorrectly. And so he sent me a personal card, so that way I had the right card. Mm. Which is good. I mean, if you're playing with your family, if you're playing with anybody else, it doesn't really matter. Mm -mm. But I play that primarily with my family, and if they're going to give me crap yeah. because, oh, you can't spell your own last name. No, <laughs> apparently not. Which is crazy because we have the easiest last name in the world compared to my maiden name, which is Polish, and everybody spells wrong all the time. Polish? Yeah, it's Polish. Oh, so does Irish? No. Well, that just changes everything. Oh, my God. You have Irish in your Apparently not as much as Polish. Nope. All right. So, what else can we play? On Thursday. Uh, I don't know. We got some, uh... Your brain is dead. You're not in this. No. I, I, we'll play some Munchkin, probably. That's a quick little game, but, you know, we gotta kind of keep it easy on Mike, because he's not, he's not a big board gamer. Yeah, I might be able to get Sagrada to the table, or, uh, Sentry Golem. That's a pretty easy game. Um, Splendor. Splendor is always a good one. I've played that one almost 40 times now. Mm -hmm. So I think I've gotten my well, well playability out of that one. Mm -hmm. 
every time I play it, it costs me less than a dollar. <laughs> yeah, got my utilization out of that game. Okay. I'm totally so. I'm not even games tonight, so I can't even think of games that we want to play. Uh, I've got quite a few that we could we can get to the table that are fairly easy. Unstable unicorns. I doubt that, but maybe mm. we'll try. We'll see. It's a super easy card game. It is a super easy card game. It's it's just a little party game, so it's very possible. We can get that on the table. Yeah, sure. Alright. Alright, that's it for me tonight. What are we gonna talk about next time? Uh we will uh we'll decide that later. <laughs> Probably games. I do have a topic, um, that was actually suggested by one of our listeners. Okay. So, and that will be uh, brand loyalty. We will talk about that next episode. Maybe. All right. Well, again, that's it for me tonight. Good day. Have a good day. Whatever, whatever Yes. Until next time. If you enjoy our podcasts and want to leave some feedback, you're more than welcome to. Uh, email us at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast at Outlook.com. If you would like to support this podcast, you're more than welcome to. We have a page set up on Patreon.com under Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. We are now on iTunes. Leave us a rating and some feedback. On Spotify Yes, and we are waiting for approval on Google Play and Amazon Alexa or Echo and Amazon TuneIn. So hopefully we get on those other media formats and we might actually start doing some video podcasts as well and putting those on YouTube. So it's only a matter of time before you see our beautiful, beautiful faces. Nope. So... Have a good evening or day. And that's it from Average Joy's Gaming tonight, everybody. I am so sorry. Please don't stop listening to us. We love you. Yes, we do love you. And, and leave some feedback so I can talk to you. <laughs>